by the blessings of the Raven Queen and viewers like you, we are able to make Bard Rock Cafe. You can support the show by following us on social media, supporting us on Patreon, or buying dice and accessories from our sponsor, Arcana Vault. Be sure to use code BARDROCK at checkout to save 10% on your Arcana Vault purchase. Our affiliate link, Patreon, and social media accounts can be found in the show notes. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 31 of Bard Rock Cafe. Uh, last time, a lot happened. There was a swamp, alligators got brought to Diana's graveyard, Diana had to bring all the alligators back to the swamp, there was a mushroom, and now... Diana is bringing the party back to her graveyard grove to exhume the body of her husband to see what these mushrooms are and why it's growing on her husband's corpse. So where we left off, after some shenanigans involving the outhouse, Diana was gathering everyone together and was about to open another portal. So, Diana is waiting nearby a tree and is looking around to all of you. Ah, uh, well, this has been... An eventful day. I'd rather get it over with. Uh, is there anything else anyone needs to do here before we go? Um, I have grabbed Brock and uh, I'm like, just like I'm just weighing you down with packages and bags of, of various supplies and potions and herbal equipment and just saying, "All right, you you stand there, you hold this, and you hold this. You're a big, strong boy who does not have syphilis. All right, okay. Right. Is this well, is this all right? Absolutely. Although I do have an armbar holding. Oh, well, in that case, let me go get the, uh, she, she runs back in, uh, Patricia runs back into the, um, the, the cottage and <laughs> brings out, like, an entire box full of potions and just sort of <laughs> dumps it in there. I just strap and... it all the arm bars back in the muck barrel. Muck can walk around freely. And, uh, then I, uh, I have Mr. Spicy's harness, um, I have a leash that's attached to the harness, everything is purple. I, uh, then I, like, tack up a sign on the door that says, um, <laughs> Patricia's free clinic is closed for the day. If you have syphilis, do not drink essential oil. In fact, just do not drink essential oil at all. Goodbye, Patricia. <laughs> and, yeah, Patricia's there in her, in her big hat with her alligator friend and is ready to go. Okay. So Diana looks around to everybody, as long as there's nothing else. She takes her staff, smacks it against the tree, and you see it looks like the tree trunk actually splits open into a portal. And you're looking out into Diana's grove, back in the graveyard. Is that right? Hurry along, it's only open for so, so long. Come on. That's, a, that, that's not permanent, no? Oh no. Oh, it will go back right. to normal. Okay. I like that tree. It's a nice tree. I'm gonna lean over to Diana on my way through and just be like, So, you're going to tell me how to do that spell at some point, right? She kind of gives you a look like... No? <laughs> like you are the <laughs> furthest thing from a druid she's ever met? <laughs> Everybody's the like, furthest thing from a lot of things that she's ever met. <laughs> Everybody's gonna kind of just... You know, let it hang in the air a little bit too long. Just be like, alright, alright, we'll go through. Sorry. I know some spells aren't for the wizards, and I go through. <laughs> Is everybody making their way through the portal? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. Okay. So, uh, Diana brings up the rear, coming through the portal and closing it behind her. 
And you are all back. You are all back in Diana's graveyard. The city of the dead in water. Armbar, you have just an actual pack mule's worth of stuff strapped to your back. Diana just kind of puts her hand on your shoulder, which is like her reaching all the way up vertically on her way past you. <laughs> she starts making her way just directly to her husband's grave. I, I follow with uh, Mr. Spicy on a harness and my um, pack of things, and Brock with his pack of things, and Muck with their pack of things. So just for me as the DM, what all is in all these packs? It's mostly cookies, but there are like a couple of healing potions, and I think maybe like a first aid kit. Okay. <laughs> but it's like, it's like mostly cookies. <laughs> all right. Plot oh, and, and a lot of extra tissues. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think there's probably some hand sanitizer. Sure, it's just mom's purse, right? It's so just yes, it's just it's just it's a grandma's purse. Like you look in, it's like there's cookies, there's some old, there's some Werther's originals, <laughs> <laughs> but no essential oils. No, essential no, oils. no essential oil. <laughs> the only essential oil is just some orange extract inside in. Inside brownie is, is good. Orange chocolate goes together. Diana kind of turns and looks at you. I've never tried that. I might have to. Um, Orange nod, and chocolate. I, I nod and I say, um, is, is quite a good combination. It's very refreshing, but I think perhaps after we uh, exhume your partner's corpse is maybe not hygienic eat to eat now your dead body. I agree. Uh, well, I don't suppose any of you have a spell that would make this easier? I I just turn into a giant badger and, and start very, like, respectfully digging. And he goes, ah, not a bad idea. And Diana does the same and joins you in the process. <laughs> my my badger is uh, just more swampy looking. <laughs> like, it's just Spanish. There's, like, Spanish moss hanging from the badger fur. <laughs> uh, Diana, even as she is digging as a badger, seems to not get as dirty, and it just looks very clean and well-kept the entire time. Uh, as tidy as you can be when you're digging, right? I mean, badgers are fairly tidy creatures, um, so I think we do a good job. Hopefully. I don't know, if you want me to roll for badger digging, I can roll for badger digging. I feel like that would be too much, but I will not stop you. <laughs> okay. I will... What is this, sleight of hand or sleight of paw? Let's let's just let's just do dexterity. Just straight dexterity. Okay, straight dex. Nat 1, I... I I'm oh, sorry. Oh, wow. Can I get it? <laughs> That's how Wild we do magic. <laughs> <laughs> Diana rolls an 18 plus a 3 so Diana is immaculate meanwhile Patricia I, I'm just getting dirt everywhere you're just flinging dirt you're not just getting it on yourself <laughs> the whole party is like uh. you could fling the dirt in any direction but you're so focused that just I, I need Rook specifically to make a deck save <laughs> oh thanks oh here we go what is my a dex save? Yeah, dexterity okay. saving throw to get out of the way. <laughs> okay, I'll try my best. 18 total. Okay, so you see which way this is going, you're like, nope, 
Nope. And you just roll out of the way. Yeah, I dodge the hell out of the way. Uh, Look, I might not be neat, but I am efficient. Priorities, right? Yes. <laughs> Get it done. So it does not take long. It is only six feet of dirt. And uh, before long, you guys are scratching against a... It looks to be a coffin made of marble. Epi is just peering over the badger's shoulders into this, like, it's fascinating. I, I guess we, we, we just unearth, we push the, we push the marble coffin out of the ground. Okay. Uh, Diana's badger is motioning towards Armbar to come help. Alright, alright, what do you want? You watch uh, this badger stand upright and just point at the casket. Are you Patricia, oh, sorry. Pa Patricia, like... <laughs> Patricia, like, stands up on her hind legs, points at, like, with three claws. <laughs> and <Right>. just... <laughs> the mental word. image I have right now <laughs> is just two badgers on either side just pointing at this casket. <laughs> Armbar, they need you to loosen the pickle jar. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> How deep in the ground is the casket? It's six feet down. <laughs> That's what I thought. Okay, if it's what you gotta do, then you gotta do it. And I, like, throw, I just like toss the sack off my shoulders like it was nothing and jump down the hole. And I'm gonna see if I can just lift, like hoist this, this casket up above my head. And granted, these things are heavy. Like it usually takes like Six yeah, to nine people yeah, to like. It's a six person job. Them. Roll athletics. Let's go. Can I can I offer help? I I as a badger? Yeah. <laughs> Describe how you are assisting as a badger. I I I push him. <laughs> In the <what>? hole. <laughs> he he holds he tries to hold up the, the casket and I take my big badger paws and I just Push. It's, it's my back brace. Okay. <laughs> or, or you can step on me. Like I, I'm okay with that. I'll. I'm gonna burn a bardic inspiration for this too. You know I have to give you those, right? I, I've saved one. <laughs> they only last for sixty seconds. No. Fine. Does anyone want to give us bardic? Yeah, I'll. Bardic, I'll bardic I will give. I will give Tyler bardic inspiration. All right. All right. We're rolling. Just making sure, like, Ooh, you don't spend it. 26. Me. 26? Yeah. Before the Bardic Inspiration? Do you want to spend. I just want to roll it. that D8? Yeah, I did before. Okay. So 26 total with everything. Yeah. Okay. That is pretty solid. You, uh. You, like, lift with your knees and not your back and just. It's a, it's a casket, right? So it's it's not the most. You feel like two big badger claws <laughs> cup cup your glutes and then just push. <laughs> the, the claws are just embedded into my flesh, <laughs> and that's what gave me the jolt to, to right. hoist the it pain. up higher. <laughs> the pain, the, the sun's break of flesh. <laughs> All right. So as Patricia like 
Ratatouille's this with armbar. You just, even though this is a very awkward thing to lift, you manage to just pick it up, raise it above your head, which is up past the six foot mark, and you just sort of slide it out onto the grass. Here you go, one dead body, mode. <laughs> you see a badger up top just give you a salute and then walk over. <laughs> and then shapeshift back into Diana. I get out of there and I start, um, I just, I don't transform back. I, I remain a badger. I'm getting out of the hole. Okay. I will help Armbar get out of the hole. I know this is going to go swimmingly. Just grab my glutes again. <laughs> I, I grab your glutes again. <laughs> How are you getting out of the hole, Armbar? There's an easy way and there's an armbar way. How are you getting out? I'm going the armbar way where he just starts trying to claw at the at the I, I the earth trench. You. Do you want to just climb on my back? You're a badger. That seems she's a, a giant badger. badger. Oh, you're a giant I'm a badger. Giant badger. Fair enough. I guess we're gonna jack your way out of here. I'll climb on her back. All right, we're getting out of here. Okay, so everybody's out of the grave. You see this very nice casket in front of you. It is sealed. Diana is going about the process of, like, unlocking the latches so that it can be opened. He says, all right, let's, let's see what this is all about. She throws back the lid to the casket, and inside, dressed in glistening silver armor, with a pin that indicates this is a high-ranking member of the city guard, uh, you see her husband. Oh, I shift back into a uh, human. Okay. Growing all along the skeletal remains are tiny blue mushrooms. Of note, in the skull, it is concentrated there to the point the skull is overflowing with these fluorescent blue mushrooms. Epi, uh, kind of, I, I, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, uh, is, the, is the key still there? It is. <laughs> Brock breathes a sigh of relief. Okay, Epi, <laughs> what were you going to say? Epi kind of peers over Diana's shoulder and is... Like, respectfully sketching what he's looking at, but I'm going to kind of lean down and say, Um, so I have been studying a newer spell. If you want to talk to him one more time, let me know. I I might be able to pull it off. I, I turn to Happy and I just, I give you this really big glare, and I say, you know, as long as as long as this spell doesn't actually transport all of us to say the bowels of hell. <laughs> Effie's gonna kind of sheepishly look over. It's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I really can't control it, but um, uh, hold on, hold on. I have something I can give you, kind of a peace offering, and I'm gonna kind of shuffle around in um, essentially what is the leg guards he's wearing, and he pulls out an acorn. I'm gonna go over there and I'm gonna hand it to her. So, 
I don't know what this one does either. But I'm pretty sure it's a magical acorn. I also have an egg that I think isn't dead. Do you want that as well? Peace offerings? I'm uh, can I... Okay, I think Mr. Spice is going to try to eat this. The acorn? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, Mr. Spicy eats the acorn. Oh. <laughs> and it's like not something that Patricia expected. I don't think anyone expected this. I think I was just looking at it and all of a sudden, humph. <laughs> okay. So, Mr. Spicy has one use of an ability. You don't know what it is. Oh, no. Does Mr. Spicy know what it is? Look? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he knows what it is. <laughs> Mr. Spicy feels an untapped power within himself. Aww. Oh my god. Did goodness. we just give Mr. Spicy a wish acorn or something? You don't know. We don't know. <laughs> oh, I you know so. what? Mr. Spicy deserves a wish acorn. He does. I'm gonna leave it up to you to decide what happens with this because I just like injecting chaos. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, you tell me when Mr. Spicy, not Patricia, Mr. Spicy would like to activate his ability. Whatever it okay. is, you don't know. Whenever, whenever the moment feels right. The opportune moment, if you will. Well, now he's just gonna go, like, he, he makes, like, a weird face because he's like, what was that? And then he feels the power and he's like, oh. And then he goes over to, like, a nearby tombstone, curls up, and goes to sleep. Okay. Aww. I love Mr. Spicy. <laughs> he is the best boy. Um, well, I turn up and I say, Well, I, I guess I have accepted your gift. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Hope I, again, sorry for accidentally transporting everyone. I haven't done that one before. There was, a, I mean, honestly, most of the time, whenever I'm teleporting, it's just me. So that's the first time I've actually brought everyone with me. You know, I don't know if that's more or less convenient than normal. At least Frozen it cons. wasn't the trumpet store. <laughs> oh god, what if we had ended up in the trumpet store? <laughs> so many catfish in the trumpet store. <laughs> Can you imagine that poor shop, I'm sorry, carry on. <laughs> so slimy. So Honestly, slimy. That guy tried ripping me off once, he has it coming. <laughs> I, um, I think oh, bef before before we try any any sort of uh, necromancy, perhaps we should detect magic again on these mushrooms? If, if there's still lingering chaotic unknown magic, maybe... Anything sustained on the corpse would not be a good idea. That's a fair I will point. give you an inspiration for that. Okay, cool. Nice. Alright. That's that's a pretty good idea, so shall I do the honors or would you like to? Oh, I don't know it. <laughs> oh. I guess I'll do the honors then. <laughs> and I'm going to cast Detect Magic. Okay. Uh, the same uh, chaotic random energy is in these mushrooms, but it's kind of like it's kind of rippling, right? It's like it's making its way up 
one side of the skeleton, but like you're watching it in the mushrooms. It's like they're echoing off of each other. Do I by chance see like any mushroom spores in the air given off magic nonsense? Uh, no. Okay. Is see that like... be proc wild magic? Hmm. Do I proc wild magic? You did cast magic? a spell. I gotta check. Oh boy. Uh, no, you do not. Whew, okay. <laughs> Gonna kind of look around and be like, so, by the looks of things, it's definitely the same mushrooms. There is not any in the air that I can see, so I don't think any of us are going to catch it. But, um, it's pulsing? It's almost like the, the mushrooms are talking to each other. Luck eats one. Um, okay. That happens. When... <laughs> <laughs> it tastes, monkey, my boy! Muck burps. <laughs> right. <laughs> Muck has no speech abilities at all. Does, hey, does like Muck? <laughs> um, what? Sorry. So I uh, I turn to the rest of the groups and say, like, well, I can cast a spell to see if I can speak with the mushroom. I did not have a chance to do so when he was in my clinic. He seemed a little bit in a rush. But uh, perhaps I can chat them up and see what they're about. I thought you could make some soup out of it, but that's also a good idea. Hey, Mark seemed to like it. Yeah, could make a good soup. Since I, have, since I have the tech magic up, does Muck now have... You know, mushroomy magic coursing through his mucky body. There is, as far as you can see, a sustained effect on muck, but you're not sure what it means. Okay. Alright, I cast a Speak with Plants, which imbues the plants with a limited amount of intelligence. Uh, giving them the ability to communicate with you and follow your simple commands. I can question them about the stuff that happened within the past day. Um, cool. And I can also uh, ask them to do things for me um, in a limited capacity. Okay. Baby plants. Yeah. So, uh... Roll me I... a d100, please. Oh, no. <laughs> he done did it. 61. Okay. So, for starters, you watch as you cast this on the mushrooms. It is like tossing a stone into a lake, right? So just a burst of energy it flashes and ripples all across the mushrooms. Well, this would be epic. You're seeing this happen as Patricia casts it. You watch a bit of the, the splash hit Patricia. Patricia! Choose any beast your character has heard of but never seen. Um, I think I'm like one of those really big mountain goats. Okay. Like with the with the multiple horns. Yeah, I gotcha. So you have you are considered to have seen it for the purpose of wild shape, and your next wild shape has to be that animal. <laughs> in in my head, I suddenly feel the this 
a really enormous compulsion to turn into a mountain goat. <laughs> but your spell completes, and the mushrooms seem to be shuffling, almost. They seem like they are probably responsive. What would you like to do now? Uh, for a fleeting moment, Patricia has a the desire to uh, have them start doing that little flute dance from the Nutcracker, like like in Fantasia. <laughs> but then, like, just just pushes that aside, um, and so she bends over and uh, not too far because she's short, and uh, she says, "Hello there, I am Patricia, and what is uh, how are you doing today?" Oh, joyous day, joyous day. Oh, why, why is it so joyous? What is, is it? Why is it a good day for you? The queen is coming. The queen is coming. Oh, you believe in monarchy? How how incredibly antiquated, but quaint all the same. All right. Well, are you? Is there perhaps a queen mushroom? Are you her servants? Yes, we are her servants. And did you? Were you sent by your queen to come and conquer this new land? <laughs> Not to conquer, just to make way. And how soon will your queen be coming? As soon as, as soon as she can get away. Oh, is she trapped somewhere? Not trapped, but fleeing. Oh, this sounds like it is rather vexing and 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 uh, dangerous. Is she? Trying to get away from what is she trying to get away from? She's trying to get away from the end of all things. She flees her ultimate fate. And your queen, she is mushroom like you, yes? Oh, yes. The queen of mushrooms and fungi. Hmm. And is this queen in this world? There are many worlds, and you do not seem like you come from this one. Soon she will be. Do you have any names? Is there something that you like? We are the servants of the queen. Just like there's this there's this moment of like they've never considered that. Just heavy silence and we are the servants of the queen. That's all they know of for themselves. And and does the queen give you time off? Do you have parental leave when you make new spores? You know, what are the working conditions for you? How's have you your, perhaps considered unionizing? Yeah. Mushrooms have no need for dental. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but eventually sometimes you need testing, yes? <laughs> and, uh, well, it seems like you are happy here. Are you going to... Are, are there more of you out there? Oh, yes. We are spreading in the graveyard to make way. So, within, like... The other graves? Yes. Yes. And how did you manage to catch a ride on on this particular one when he was alive? Not while he was alive. Oh. Well, uh, that is interesting news. Well, we will probably be examining you a little bit and then putting the rest of you back in the ground. Uh, is there anything that I can get you while you're up here? <laughs> you need some water? Will you help us make way? No, and I just take a cookie and I crumble it over the mushrooms. <laughs> uh, is this conversation is uh, Patricia's half in 
common, or is this incomprehensible to everyone listening? I think I'm, like, doing some weird mushroom talk. <laughs> I'm so, actually I'm, not positive how this spell works. Um, right, I'm, look I'm just up. wondering, like, I was wondering, like, are we keeping up with half this conversation? <laughs> Let me see, we just I, eat the thing. I think I just sort of, we, when I speak with them, I don't think, um, let's see, giving them the ability to communicate with me and follow your simple commands. I, I think we just sort of telepathically talk about things because they okay. really have mouths and stuff. Alright, that makes sense. Say, so you just see her, you just see me crumble cookies over this. <laughs> <laughs> from from the description of the spell, it looks like you imbue the plants with ability to communicate with you, but the other way around is unchanged. <laughs> the way I read it okay. is, yeah, you just speak to them, but I mean, it's not. I'm it's not explicit to the DM. Yeah, I'm going to leave this up to yeah. your. I will say. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Paul, even or evens or odds, odds, odds. Yep. You cannot understand the plants. Only Patricia can understand the plants. <laughs> but we can understand Patricia. That was the question I had. Yeah, you can understand Patricia, um, right. and so you can that, tell that the that plants, the plants are like communicating. Uh, Brock just kind of leans toward Patricia. Does the queen have a name? She is simply the queen of all mushrooms. They do not have concept of name. They are mushrooms. Mm. Now, get me another cookie so I may crumble it over to the mushroom. Brock hands her another cookie and then munches on a brownie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna um, I, I, I relay this information to the rest of the group. So, quick question. When it said that it was infecting the entire graveyard, there has been many instances of well, animated dead walking around is that why? I think that might... I, I, I uh, munch on a cookie and um, I say... That, I do think that this is the case. I also think that perhaps when this gentleman came to my clinic, he may have already been dead. Which is strange because I... Did I measure? I must have measured like his pulse and whatnot like when he came over, because that's... Typically what you do when you go to a clinic, yeah? He presented as alive when yeah. he was there. He, he presented as alive. He had pulse. I, I checked for breathing. He was breathing. He had the good... I did the thing where you tap against the knee to get a reflex. Epi hears this. I am going to go straight over there and check if he has a pulse now. He is a skeleton. Okay. <laughs> he's a which, which, I'm gonna. So, Brock, I have always a question about that. You're just holding up the, gonna, these bones. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my hand on Epi's shoulder. That doesn't answer the like, question. I'm gonna put so, my hand on Epi's shoulder and be like, Oh, I'm sorry for your loss, but he's been gone for years. It's been I, a few days, champ. Oh. I look at the skeleton hand and I'm just like, Kind of wiggle it around and see if it moves. Does it move of its own accord? You're you're touching the skeleton hand. Yep. Okay. Oh boy. So you hear in your head, "Make way, make way." I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh yay! I touched the thing with the skeleton. Okay, hang on. We're gonna we're gonna go with the rubber ducky dice for good times. 
rubber ducky dice, you were not bringing me good times. Okay, so can I cast guidance on um on you? Uh, is possible? Not at this it. point. Happy oh, just okay, went fair. up and did it. That's oh, fair. I couldn't do anything. Okay, so I rolled an eight plus five for thirteen. Okay. Am I making way? Am I am I a shroom now? So you feel whispers in your head. And because you have detect magic up, you are watching like the magic from these mushrooms kind of it's like touching ink with pure water. The ink kind of floods into the water and makes it murky. That's what you're watching happen to your arm as the magic leaks into you. And you're hearing voices in your head, Joyous day! Make way! Impulsively, you pull your hand back. Mm -hmm. You are sensing that something has touched your mind and you're not sure what the difference is yet. Do I know if it was a spell? You would know that it is a magical effect of some kind. Okay, so I can't counterspell that. Um, I can't counterspell that, right? You cannot. Dang. Okay. I'm gonna Do you tell everyone else that you've been affected by some sort of weird magic? You see him pick up the skeleton hand, drop it very suddenly, and he's kind of looking at his hand real weird. Then sort of turns back. Um... So, brief update, don't touch the skeleton. Second update, none of you would happen to have any sorts of magical effects, healing abilities? Uh, I... I look at you and I sit, and I kind of walk over, I shuffle over, and I just say, What happened? Why did you touch the dead man? I thought he might move, and now I have... Mushroom? Next time you use stick, that's why I have stick. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I, I look at you, and there's nothing physically wrong with you, right? No. Nope. Roll me a medicine check. Oh. Okay, because the problem is that as a druid, the only um, healing thing I've got is cure wounds, and that is not something that uh, that's a nat twenty. It's a nat 20. Nat, nat 1 to a nat 20. There we go. That's my night. You're doing amazing. Hey, you are inspecting Epi's hand. You have so much syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the hand. I look at her. I hope not. I haven't done anything that would get me that. That's what they all say. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Brock is standing there like, and you judge me. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I hope I didn't do anything. Patricia... Well, first of all, Epi, what shade is your skin normally? Because you are a tiefling, correct? Yeah, it's like a very, very dark reddish-brown color. Like, it's, it's, you know, tiefling skin, but more brown than red. So, Patricia, as you are looking very intently at Epi's hand where he touched the skeleton, you, you're, your eyes almost, like, miss it, and you have to, like, do a double take. But as you look really closely, just, like, very, very faintly, and just for, like, a half a second at a time, there's, like, a streak fluorescent glow on Epi's hand. About once every five to eight seconds. And it's just, because you're in, it's the middle of the day, you can't really 
see the change in lighting that well, but it's there. I drag you over to a shady spot. <laughs> Is there like a mausoleum around? I can just drag you into. There are many sure. mausoleums. I mean, there's yeah. There's lots of mausoleums. There's trees. There's you know. It's a grove, right? You find. I, I, I drag you into a mausoleum, and with no with no explanation, I just drag you in. Ooh, that's I will a good follow one. <laughs> to take to take a to take a better look. Uh, can I see the effect better? Yes, in this lighting? it is. It's still faint, right? But you can see it, and you're able to point it out too heavy. Your hand, it is flashing now. Huh. I suspect this is magic. I know you have. Does is tech magic still on? Mm-hmm. For Epi, yes. Yeah. You turn on the. You perhaps you can see. Uh. Yes, I... What, what this is? So it definitely looks like the mushroom thing. And it seeped in like... Putting your hand in ink. So... I might need to get that looked at. You diff... I think you'll definitely need to get... Here, have a cookie. Uh, I cannot... This is outside of my... Abilities. Fortunately, my... My abilities that most are right now uh, tied to the physical, not magical. Come, let us talk to Diana. I follow compliantly. And Did I Brock hear any of that? Because Brock knows to spell magic the second he knows that this is a thing expecting Epic. Brock. I mean, unless somebody tells you, Brock would not just implicitly know. Right, that's why I'm asking if I heard any of this conversation. Oh. I mean. We were in a mausoleum, uh, so we come back out, and I guess we tell everyone. So? I glow. I'm a little bit magical now. Not do, do any of you know how to um, fix that? Would dispel magic cure it? Do you think I can? I know dispel magic. I hold out my hand. Why for short? Do I like? Can I roll a to see if I think dispel magic would work before I burn my only third level spell slot? Sure, I will allow you to do that. That is a natural one. Well, so you know the drill, and you have no idea. Centile dice, give me something funny. <laughs> 54 and 65. <laughs> oh no. <sighs> Alright, there's no enemies that you can see right now, so we gotta go with 65. Insult a creature you can see. <laughs> Epi, you're such a doofus. Why did you do that? Uh, I'm sorry, I mean, Brock really covers his mouth. I'm sorry, that was not me. Epi. Mm hmm. You have vulnerability to all damage for the next minute. <laughs> Epi just kind of looks at him. Brock, I was just doing my best here. What's with all the animosity? I... Brock, you nice boy. Why you? Why you say bad things like that? It just came out. I wasn't trying to say that. I I was thinking mm. that on the inside. I promise. I am gonna squint so hard. <laughs> We're both squinting so hard. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, you know, both hands on hips. Are you roll? Did you hit your head? Not today. No, I, I don't know. I just felt compelled to say that. I swear, it came out of nowhere. Oh sure, you're just compelled to insult me. I'm, I'm trying to help Diana with her mushroom husband. I got mushrooms on my hands. I, I don't need this right now, Brock. Fine, I fine. I teleported an entire swamp full of creatures. I've never done that before. This transportation Fine, I... thing's getting out of hand. 
I am sorry, I cast a spell magic on Epi. <laughs> and I rolled an 18, so I do not trigger my wild magic. Okay, actually I need to roll for your just generic wild magic. Uh, you do not. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so you cast a spell magic. First of all, Epi. Uh-huh. Detect magic is gone. Huh. As you, uh, as it would. <laughs> yep, because it's a spell magic. Yeah. Uh, is the is the uh, do I still hear the whispers of mushrooms? Well, Am I so still that on stopped. Shrooms? That stopped for a, like that had stopped right. As Brock cast dispel magic, there is a long black streak that starts to run up halfway up your arm, like tracing along like your veins. That just stops. But the fluorescence is gone. I kind of look at that. I look at Brock. I take out a handkerchief, one of my spare handkerchiefs, and I'm like spitting it, and then I start trying to clean it off. <laughs> <laughs> Epi. Is it coming off? <laughs> I, so, Epi, question. How honest, like, how dirty would you say Epi is right now? <laughs> well, I got covered in a bunch of dirt. Um, let's see, I went to a graveyard before this and then went to the... Yeah, I'm trying to think when Epi would have last kind of, like, had a... Ba okay, so I probably had some swamp stuff, some dirt, okay. some grave dirt. I need a shower. Alright, so Patricia, <laughs> there is some grime and just some nastiness on your, your, your handkerchief. I take out a second handkerchief. <laughs> I have so many handkerchiefs. Okay. Rock leans forward, points both hands out, and presses digitizes Epi. Epi, mm -hmm. you are clean, except for that black mark on your arm. Thank you. Um, should should I be concerned? Yes, yes, you should be concerned. Can I borrow right, your stick? We're just gonna have to cut it off, armbar. No, we do not. I get. Uh, hey, hey, who <laughs> runs free clinic? I run free clinic. We do not <laughs> cut off arms until I say so. Sorry. Free clean with a good old chopper. Epi is just kind of holding onto his arm. <laughs> I give you a companionable pat on the small of your back. <laughs> Thank you. It'll be all right. We will fix this. All right. All right. And, uh, is better than is better than turning into a mushroom queen, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd you know, I, I had a lot of plans for my life. Being mushroom queen was not one of them. So this works out. Actually, speaking of mushroom queen, I was wondering, um, Nadir, in your life, <laughs> do you think you've ever heard of that before? Seems like a big deal. Hmm, perhaps. Kenny? <laughs> I was like, I'm <laughs> waiting for you to... Hmm, <laughs> yes, yes, of course I've heard of it. Um... Go ahead and roll history or religion. Your choice. Oh, well, one of those is ludicrous, so, uh, 30. <laughs> history. Good lord. Yes. Okay. So, the Mushroom Queen, specifically in this context, as you're looking at the corpse, you're noticing that the skull itself has, like, the densest concentration of mushrooms. To the point that it's, like, overflowing with fungus growing out of it. And you've seen that before. Specifically that. It is a symbol of Zugtamoy, the queen of fungi, who is a demon from the abyss. She is 
not interested in destruction so much as uh, spreading fungus throughout the plains and increasing her reach that way. So it's not that she's actively trying to destroy things, it's more if things get destroyed in the process of her increasing the amount of mushrooms and fungus growing everywhere. Well, whatever. That's beside the point. But followers of her, one of their symbols is a skull with fungus growing out of it in much the same way as this. Okay. So, yes, this is... Um, I'm fairly certain that this is the work of uh, either the the deity Zugtmoy or one of the cults, perhaps, that, that follows her. Her her MO is pretty pretty basic. So, they just kinda want to spread. With a with a thirty, I will give you this. Uh one of the things that is common for those directly affected by Zugtamoy is to be infected with spores that make them mindless slaves. Sometimes even unconsciously. So before before death from this, he um he may have been infected with some spores that made him receptive to a slave. It might have made him a slave. But now the question is why would a slave go to a free clinic? Uh, now Patricia is very concerned that she may have this sickness. Or perhaps that other people within the clinic that this that he had been in contact with may have also <laughs> Patricia just kind of like tr- starting to freak out a little bit. <laughs> Brock has Did a question. Did Patricia have the the shiny bits when I had to tack magic up? No. I sort of pat her on the shoulder. For what it's worth, you weren't glowing. Oh god, I I've been running the clinic for years. It would be terrible if I turned into a mushroom. <laughs> I know exactly how you feel. That's not really what this... Never mind. So, Nadir, I have a very important question for you. Am I going to be a mushroom? No, that's not... That's not really what this does, but we we should still get you taken care of anyway. I kind of rub my arm. So... Are you in pain? Like, like at this point, if I used Cure Wounds, would... Would I be able to remove that those dark patches from your arm? I kind of shrug. I, it, it doesn't hurt. I'm just a little worried that I'm going to go to sleep and suddenly I'm going to be sneezing mushrooms all over everyone. I think I'm alright. I mean, it, it definitely looks like whatever it was was dead now. El broke a solid even though he's in kind of a mood today. So, something Brock noticed. We... We fought... Odric a few days ago, and he was a fleshy corpse. It, he turned to a skeleton in a few days. Well, mushrooms are sometimes very voracious eaters, and they take nutrients wherever possible. It is also worth noticing that uh, a couple of days ago, there were only like a couple of mushrooms. There are now mushrooms flourishing on this body. And multiple bodies, I am assuming. Yeah, if they grow this fast, and I think, like, what... Diana, what graves was he tending? It's possible he spread that to all the graves he was interacting with before he passed. Uh, he was not a gravekeeper. He was in service to the Blackstaff herself, actually. And the Open Lord. 
Um, I point to another grave uh, nearby, and I ask Diana, Given what he said, um, would it be possible if we dig up another grave to see if there are more mushrooms? Uh, uh. Gi given the more urgency of this, Nadir isn't really going to uh, let them do that. He's just going to mold Earth to to exhume it like immediately. Oh, So, as uh. Diana is like giving you permission, you're already like doing it. I, yeah. I try to turn into a great ba a giant badger again in order to help with it, but I I turn into a big mountain goat instead. That's right. <laughs> I'm very confused. <laughs> I'm just going to look at her and be like, "Are you mocking me?" <laughs> I, uh, I shake I shake my head. <laughs> uh, Patricia, I didn't know really you were good. barred. That was some vicious mockery. <sighs> I headbutt you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you try to dodge it? Uh, yes. Roll an attack. Okay, do I, do I need to roll an attack? Okay, just a second. I need to pull up. Oh, God. Giant goat statistics. Giant goat 5e. Alright. Okay, so I charge. I have a goat. So I'm using to use a charge attack. If the goat moves at least 20 feet straight towards the target and hits. Alright, and um, I don't think... Let's see, um, ram plus five to hit. So let me go ahead and roll that. Wish there was a little bit of a better wild shape integration here. Um, so that's a 20 to hit. Yep, Brock's armor class is not that good, so Brock yeah. takes it. <laughs> 20 definitely hits everybody in this party. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and hit you for 2d4 plus three bludgeoning damage. Are you going all out like you're just ramming the crap out of him? I have no choice. Okay. <laughs> Luckily, that's only seven damage. Oh, no, Brock, six damage. Brock still has more HP than he had before he leveled up. <laughs> Isn't there a, a knocked prone effect on that? Yep. Brock yeah, was flying into one of the trees. It has to succeed on a DC 13 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Yeah, make a strength save, Brock. That is an after modifiers. That's a nine. So can I go flying into one of Diana's trees? Sure. You get knocked back into a tree, and you are prone on the ground. Oof. So. <laughs> I'm gonna go over and just kind of pat Patricia. It did. <laughs> it did wonderfully. I start trying to eat your clothing. <laughs> <laughs> quick, and give her a cookie. I give her the cookie. <laughs> I eat the cookie. <laughs> it is, oddly enough, not as tasty as a goat. Oh, unfortunate. So, Nadir, you uh, you mold earth off the top of this grave. Yeah. Uh, there is a wooden casket down there. What do you do? Uh, Well, I'm not going to go get that. Brex with says my, thaumaturgy. With my one strength. <laughs> it's a door, uh, thaumaturgy. Hey, hey armbar. So, yeah, okay. For expediency's sake. Thaumaturgy pops the lid off and just sort of... Oh yeah, that is a thing that it can do. Yeah. So it just opens... It's not... It's a wooden casket. It's not latched shut like the high-quality one that Sir Godric had, right? Yeah. So it just pops open. There is just decomposed rags, a skeleton covered in mushrooms. Much the same as Sir Godric. There it is. <laughs> well, that that is just two. Um, 
that really doesn't make it statistically significant. Um, let's look at one further I, away. I, as a goat, I just like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are so, we gonna have to take up all uh, of these yeah, bodies? Yeah. Star wiped after we clear half the graveyard. <laughs> I just wanted to open one more that's like on the other end of the graveyard or something. Okay. So. <laughs> Diana says, let's just go a few further down. So, like, she takes you, like, five more grapes and says, open this one. Right, and you go through the process, no mushrooms on this one. Uh-huh. Mm. Epi, what does it look like with your detect magic eyes? Epi doesn't know. <laughs> Epi, Epi has, has to just... recast it. <laughs> yep. Epi kind of looks around, oh, um, one more second, and I cast it again. Oh, right. <laughs> Roll a d100, Epi. Oh, Jesus. Oh, lordy. Okay, here we go. So we rolled a 66. Give me a second to get you a table. Execute. Oh. <laughs> All the younglings <laughs> oh, in the area are imperiled. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 a really angry, hating Christensen appears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I hate sand. <laughs> um, Alright, so 66. Mm-hmm. You cast Find Familiar. Uh, do, oh, gosh. Do I get Dad one? is here. Oh fuck yeah! Or do I summon? Do I summon Dot? You cast Find Familiar. What do What do you summon? I'm thinking. So I have. I can choose between my little uh, homunculus, little robot dude, or Dot. And it has been too long since we've seen Dot. I'm summoning Dot. Oh man! I was in the middle of the best game of poker. We were throwing bones, playing dice playing cards, and now I'm back here. I was winning, I was in that privileged position of playing with house money, and now I'm back here. What do you need? Why am I here? I hate this job. What is Dot? Dot is a quasit. Demon chicken. (laughs) Muck gives Dot a big hug. Dot does not allow it. (laughs) I want to roll the hug. Uh, Dot is flying up. Dot sees Muck <laughs> moving in his direction and just darts vertically out of reach. I try to eat Dot. <laughs> out of reach. Vertically just into the air. <laughs> I look up, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm having a lot of trouble with wild magic, so that's why you're here. Sorry about the poker game. I'm glad you're having fun. Apparently I am having so quick question since you're from the nine hells and all that uh-huh um, yeah quick question what is it it's uh, never quick it's always like here's the quick question and like oh here's 20 other things that i need you to do dot dot go get my slippers dot go check out this murder scene dot da, 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 da. what do you need all right skeleton mushrooms on top of it uh if you touch it how do you make sure you don't die uh what's up with the shrooms i know it's, i'm trying to keep it down to one question but i, I guess what the hell and I point at the skeleton. <laughs> so he looks over at the skeleton and he's like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Do you know about Zergathoi? Or what was that in here? How did you say that name? That's, <laughs> that's close enough. <laughs> Zoidberg! You know about Ziggy? <laughs> Emperor Zerg. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Dot, tell me what you know. Alright, so that's the Demon Queen of Fungus, right? And she's kind of weird. But a nice lady. Really. Just classy all around. Just, you know, don't let her touch you with any of her spores, because it'll make you crazy. I actually was on her level of the abyss for a little while. Uh, she shares it with, like, the ooze guy. Anyway, they they had a fling for a little while, but they they broke up. It was a big... It was a, it was a whole ordeal, right? Anyway, 
So she likes to uh, infect living people and let them serve as like uh, incubators, right? So it uh, looks like this guy has been incubating for a long time because it takes a while for the, these mushrooms in particular. They're very magical, right? So they feed off magic. Uh, so they have to, they take a lot of magic to grow. So like this has probably been here for a while. How old is this guy, right? Uh, I turned a dot. <laughs> or no, I turned a um, Diana. Uh, you said there were not that many mushrooms a few days ago, correct? <laughs> yeah, he had like just a few. Dot goes, wait, really? Somebody's feeding this guy a lot of magic for them to grow this fast. I mean, like, we're talking lots. Like, like ninth level spells, amounts of magic for him to grow this quickly. Because if it was just like a little bit, it'd still be a little bit today. We're talking like centuries of growing for it to get this bad. Just like on ambient background magic. So, Sir Godric being with, being at the Mage Tower, is that what you mean? Because he was around magic, that's why they grew so fast while he was alive. I mean, it could I'm be. Sorry. Am Were I they... missing the point? Did, did they grow How... while he was alive? Yes. I see. And he was aware of them. Yes. That's also pretty odd. Most people that have this growing on them aren't aware of it. Like the the mushrooms are like psionic mushrooms, right? So they they actively keep you from thinking about the fact that you have mushrooms growing on you. It's really creepy. I hate seeing it. But also, like, it kind of gets me going a little bit. Anyway, I, uh, don't touch the mushrooms. Don't, it's not worth it, right? I don't know what'll happen. I'm not gonna do it. You shouldn't do it. I like to think you're smart enough not to do that. Anyway, so if he was aware of it when he was alive, that means that, A, it lost connection, right? So the Demon Queen of Fungus lost her ability to influence him. Or B, you know, he was a powerful holy warrior and, like, he had a, a, a boon from his god and he was not able to be affected by certain things. Hmm. I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah. So, quick question. On the off chance that someone was stupid enough to touch the mushrooms and then dispelled magic before it could get anywhere, are they good? Uh, well, I think probably if you got, like, the dispel in, like, right at the start. Like, they spread pretty quick as spores, but then, like, they just incubate for a long time. So I think maybe if you cast it, like, right when you got it. Why? Did somebody, did that happen with somebody? Do you know somebody that's been infected? It's like, if they've been infected for I any know. amount of time, probably not okay. I like, headbutt Effie. <laughs> it was like five minutes tops. Yeah, they're fine. Five minutes. Oh. Which, Effie? And you said uh, you, you, you headbutt Effie? <laughs> yeah, I headbutt Effie. Very <laughs> gently. Okay. <laughs> Effie kind of stumbles forward a little bit. Alright, alright, I touched the skeleton. I thought it might move. Oh, uh, my my pet Muck also ate one. Oh, well, he's done for. Oh. Brock, you're a terrible Muck parent. actually, like, visibly just, like, shrinks, like, it looks sad. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Uh, but how? Why? Why? Well, he just ate one of the mushrooms. I mean, look at those things. They're glowing. Oh, so the consolation, buddy. Got... You just reform in the Nine Hells when you die, so you'll be fine-ish. Well, but that's the thing, because, like, Muck is... A demon, right? So Muck could reform in the Abyss, too, if he actually was, like, belonging to a, a demon prince, right? So if he goes to the Abyss, then he'll reform as whatever they got over there. I don't remember anymore. That's the DM talking, not not God. <laughs> <laughs> like, there, there's a demon equivalent to Lemurs, anyway. Okay, so anyway, yeah, Muck, give him time, he'll he'll belong to, to Zugtimoy in a little bit. 
You probably ought to just put him out of his misery right now. Like, he's done for. So if we cast a spell magic on him too, will he be fine, or is he kind of... Honestly? I don't know. Can you cast it, to, can you cast it again? Brock size. Brock cast the spell magic on Muck. So Muck, as a conjured creature, I'll let you roll Arcana to stop yourself from doing this. <laughs> uh, Muck is, is a conjured creature. Gonna destroy him forever. Here, it would it would undo the conjuring basically. Yes, right. it would. Yeah. Well, that's an eleven to Arcana. You cast the spell magic, and Muck just melts into a puddle and is gone forever. <laughs> no! Brock falls to his knees, like not like this. Also, I roll for my wild magic, and I rolled in one, so I do in fact roll on my wild magic table. Okay. That is a fifteen. So. For the next minute, I gain five hit points to start each of my turns. Woohoo! I heal. Okay, so you are just... Is it... <laughs> you just it doesn't say temporary hit points. It says I just gain hit points. You, uh, okay, so it just, just heals up to max. You just yeah, killed your so... child and you feel real good about it for some reason. No, Paul, the role player, <laughs> feels really good about healing. M- Muck being destroyed. Brock didn't hate Muck. Brock just was afraid Muck would get in trouble because of stuff. Like, Brock did not dislike Muck as much as Armbar thought he did. I heard Armbar noises while this was going on. What were you saying? I said, Brock, you monster! How could you? I thought I was helping him! Don't you think he'd rather be he'd die in the arms of his father? But no. You dispelled him! You killed him! What are you talking about? Brock's not his father. He's not? Um, He's a slime monster! What? That doesn't make any sense. It makes perfect sense. He brought him into this world, therefore it's his father. That makes a little bit of sense. Hey, Dot. Yes, boss. So since I brought you into this particular plane, show your father some respect. <laughs> <laughs> Above if he game. has just the most shitty on his face. Above game, I just uh-huh. want you to know, as your brother, I hate you. <laughs> Who's your daddy? So, Dot looks at you and gives you the most serious look and he says, Daddy. <laughs> oh my god. At this point, Patricia has just like walked over, picked up Mr. Spicy's leash. <laughs> In her mouth is just like as a goat walks with, as a goat and it's just like is standing with Diana just like <laughs> chewing on something just ruminating on something and just like waiting <laughs> waiting for this malarkey right, right. <laughs> so Epi with just the biggest grin on his face is like thank you Dot that made my day a little better so Dot have you heard me in any rumors of Mushroom Queen trying to escape her realm because the mushrooms said that she was coming here. She said she's coming here? The mushrooms did, yes. Oh, that's odd. Why? Why would she want to come here? She's got her own entire plane in the abyss. Why would she leave? Something about the end of days. Hmm, that's odd. Why? I mean, have you heard rumors about, like, I don't know, the apocalypse? We actually saw the apocalypse the other day. It didn't look good. You saw the apocalypse? Well, Epi did. Epi saw the apocalypse. He looks at Epi. So, alright, just to catch you up, there's a library in an obelisk, and one of the books was talking about, like, the end of times, and, uh, well, that that really was not the most pleasant experience, but 
So there's a giant wall of blackness stuffs coming out of it. We're all fighting it. Um, it's it's definitely coming for the city, and uh, that was the end of the book. And the longer I looked in it, apparently the worse I was getting. Hmm, that's odd. Quick question: Who's the goat with the leash? That's my friend Patricia. Oh, hi, Patricia. You're new. I don't know you yet. Hi, Diana. Good to see you again. Always a pleasure. And I was like, thank you, doll. <laughs> oh, sure. You like Diana. Diana, Diana. Diana gives me tea. And doesn't interrupt my poker game. Give you tea if you ask for But see, when you ask me if I need anything, the only thing I ever need from you is to leave me the fuck alone. And you just, you still aren't doing that. I'm still here. But the spell, though. You kind of agreed to this. So I, I, look. I thought we were friends. At this point, I turn back into an old lady and I take out some cookies and some hot tea in a thermos <laughs> and I offer some to Diana. <laughs> Diana takes it and is just munching on this cookie. It's like, I wish I could tell you that this was abnormal, but it's really not. I get the feeling this is something that always happens. Hmm. Just two druids and an alligator in the corner. So, <laughs> so the swamp. Why a swamp? There's so many other locations to put your grove. Well, it, it calls to me. It is like, uh, it is teeming with life. And I feel like that is a good place for me to do my healing and for me to do my counseling work. Don't the mosquitoes get to you? Well, I have uh, incense for that. Oh, I see, I see. Mm. Do you need any? No, I don't really have mosquitoes uh, here. The the nightshade blooms tend to drive them away. Hmm. This is, this is good. I have to have uh, many, many incense burners. But it is good for keeping mosquitoes away. Also for uh, helping the smell. <laughs> just Diana and Patricia just talking <laughs> druid shop talk over there in the corner. <laughs> just, just two druids in a corner. <laughs> I'm just gonna... And be like, alright, alright. So, Dot, quick question. If I brought him back very briefly, could we ask him about the mushrooms and where he got it and maybe get some details out of them? Or would that just be. Would that be a good plan? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I haven't had to deal with the mushrooms really. Not, not really. Like, I was on that plane for a little while, just kind of screwing around just to see what it was about. Wasn't really for me. Mushrooms and ooze, not my thing, right? I don't know if you noticed, but kind of gestures to his own body. He's like, I'm more of a conventional type of demon. That's fair. That's fair. You're an excellent little demon. You do excellent work. I know. Good, good. I'm glad that you know that. I'm glad that you're glad. I'm glad that you're glad. I can do this all day. <laughs> As can I, but we have work to do. So, um, you know How what? How do we destroy you know? the mushrooms? Say again. How do we get rid of the mushrooms? Uh, well, you could burn them. Uh, you know, they're, they're mushrooms. You know, you just kill them. Is that gonna release spores into the air, or are we good if we burn them? Uh, well, here's the thing, right? So it sounds like these mushrooms are growing very quickly, which means they're being, being tended to. Uh, of, it, it's, it's just like, I, I feel like there's a bigger problem there. As far as the spores, I mean, they're, they're fully grown mushrooms, so they are probably putting spores into the air. But I don't know. I, I'm not a mushroom expert, right? I mean, you see them, they're mushrooms, they glow. Would not... the grove's magic be enough to feed them, or is this more than that? This is a druid grove. 
Well, yeah, sure. I mean, I don't think so. Again, I mean, not not really a mushroom expert. I'm I'm Dot. I'm me. Sorry, I was asking you as a demon expert. My bad. Dot just squints his eyes at you just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone here know a mushroom expert? <laughs> Am I a mushroom expert? Uh, I think I must know something about mushrooms. So maybe. all druids I... are sort of a mushroom expert. Diana, specifically, is a circle of spores druid, so... Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, as, as you're saying all this, me and Diana are just looking at each other. Like... <laughs> uh, Diana, has anyone been tending to your growth besides you? No, it's just me. I have noticed in the past couple of days that the grove has seemed unsettled, and I've been trying to figure out why. I think we but may no, have unearthed that problem. I think you may have. Uh, and Patricia, you and Diana both would know that the mushrooms, unless they are disturbed, like, you know, by touching them, spores probably aren't just bursting into the air like that. Yeah, they're, um, they're kind of like puffballs like that, yeah. I actually do know something about real-world mushrooms, so I'm kind of like, oh, uh -huh. what about... <laughs> so, so that's cool. Um, You've chosen yeah, Patricia... the correct class to play. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Patricia walks over to Dot with a little sleeve of cookies and says, Hello, sorry about before, I was goat and tried to eat you because goat. Honestly, I don't ask questions anymore. I just don't. That's fair. Here, have some cookie. Okay. And he takes the cookies. You're on the white list. You're okay. He glares back at Epi, then tears open the sleeve and slams an entire cookie into his mouth at once. I, I blow a raspberry at him. He gives you the finger. <laughs> alright, alright, children. Alright. Now, do we need to burn all of these bodies? Or do we just put them back in the ground? And then we need to go find what, this mage tower? Like, uh, or maybe we should just talk before we burn his body, we talk to Odric. Well, I definitely need him to not be burnt to cast a spell on him, so... Probably best. To do All right, that we'll first. do that. We'll, we'll do it afterwards. All right. All right. Armbar and Rook. I need you both to make perception checks for me. Okay. I got a nineteen. I got a nine total. All right. So Rook, you are fascinated by listening to the conversation. Armbar, okay. you are fascinated by these mushrooms growing on both of these bodies. And as you're looking at them, you're noticing that, like, so the mushrooms that are growing. It's the kind of half-moon-looking mushrooms that just grow outwards. You're noticing that, like, there's some fibers that are peeling back from the mushroom and wrapping around the bones on the body. Like, the mushrooms are actively starting to move. Uh, guys? Something's going on with the mushrooms. They seem to be wrapping around the bones, like, in between all the nooks and crannies. Look at it! Alright, I will go and burn this body here. You cast whatever on this one and uh, then we burn his body, okay? Alright, everybody, close coffin. Let's go burn. Let's go burn these. Okay, so what is everyone doing? As okay. you all see, you are I... watching the, the fibers of the mushroom seem to be, like, interlacing together. I think Patricia immediately is like, nope, and then, like, just closes the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you, I guess you would actually have Speak With Plants going still, wouldn't you? Yes, I would. Okay. Are they saying anything? Yes. You mustn't burn us. 
We must make way! Uh, think of it as a kindness. You wouldn't like this world anyway. Goodbye. Have fun. Take care. So you try to close the coffin, and Sir Godric's arm reaches up and grabs the side of the coffin and pushes it back open. Would I be able to cast Gentle Repose on him before he undeads? Well, here's the thing. Not in time. <laughs> well, you asked that. what we were gonna. You asked what we were gonna do, and I had thinking that Brock was gonna do specifically Sir Godric's body move. Okay, sure. I was gonna, ca- I was gonna cast Heat Metal to set those mushrooms on fire. He's in a full suit of armor. He is. When when I was referring to the the lid, I was referring to not his lid. I was referring yeah. to the other lid. The okay. wooden the lid. lid. Well, then same thing. I mean, it's still the okay. body okay. reaches up and grabs the side of the the lid. And All right, we don't it. care about this one. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't incinerate this one because it's not wearing metal. Well, but you do see Godric's body start to move as well. Yep. No, I I torch him. Okay, so you cast heat metal. So his entire body is basically taking persistent fire damage because it's inside of a suit of armor. I'm going to try uh, to hold the the, co- the casket door down on top of Godric. And Okay, roll athletics. And did I proc wild magic casting heat metal? Uh, you did. Roll me a d100. And armbar, go ahead and roll athletics for me. Ooh, natural one. Okay, well, so you do not, first of 98. all. 98! Oh, wow. And then armbar, I need 2d100 from you. I got a 26 and a 19. Alright. Let me get let me get Brock first. You said 98? 98. 98. <laughs> so, everyone, all creatures within 30 feet of you have your performance bonus instead of their own. <gasps> it's Wait, back. what's your performance? My performance bonus is plus 11. Again? Oh my god. Oh my god. So, oh my god. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> All of Unfortunately, you. that could have been more useful at the moment, but I was really hoping I'd be But we've gotten <laughs> this one before, so I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, so, we're starting to hit the same points again on the wild magic table. I might have to shift over to the other one. But, so you all share Brock's performance bonus. Armbar, what were your numbers again? 26 and 19. <laughs> okay, nothing happens just yet. You have a headache. I will say that. Okay. Okay. Um. It. Okay. I would like to activate Mr. F- a Spicy's ability at this point. Yes. Okay. Mr. Spicy basically casts Planar Ally. Nice. What? What does that what mean? What does this look like? <laughs> Alligator Angel, baby. <laughs> I need you to choose a plane that Mr. Spicy would choose that is not the material plane. Oh my god, does he even have an understanding of the different planes? <laughs> I'm happy to roll if you would prefer that way. Yeah, I think you should roll because he's an alligator and they just... He I, he wouldn't know like what the other planes were. Okay. So that is eight. I'm so excited that my familiar... That's not really my familiar, but really just a... A, a, an alligator that I babysit for really, <laughs> is suddenly just bringing people in from other planar dimensions. Right, so I said 80, so that should be... Yeah, no, that's the Nine Hills. So... <laughs> Alright. You're summoning an ally from the Nine Hills. He is summoning an ally from the Nine Hills. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Spicy burps as though he has indigestion. 
And then his mouth seems to come unhinged for a moment. As stepping out, like, like Looney Tunes stepping out, like a, a regular sized person stepping out of a very small <laughs> hole, like Looney Tunes stepping through this portal. Yeah. Are we getting a Prince of Hell? Absolutely. I'm just Probably. hoping it's not Moloch. <laughs> Someone who can just be like, oh god, she's doing this again, and just goes back and yells at the Queen of Fungus, and then goes back, I'm taking care of it, have a good day. <laughs> Case closed. Hey, if it works, it works. <laughs> Come on, gang. We got a little mystery solved. <laughs> With the Prince of Hell. So, I haven't listened to your half of the Agents of Damned crossover yet. Mm -hmm. So I can't do Moloch because I don't know what that interaction was like. Oh, you good. Okay. Um, what I will do instead is say you are getting... Jesus, I don't know. There's too many options here. There's so many things you could get. You get a good please, uh, Glabrizu. So this crab-armed, monstrous-looking thing. <laughs> Patricia's just horrified. <laughs> it's beautiful. It steps out, it roars, and then turns back to Mr. Spicy and says something in Infernal that only you, Epi, understand. What are your orders? And Mr. Spicy's like... <laughs> Mr. Spicy doesn't understand. First of all. No, Mr. Spicy <laughs> does not understand. He does not know what just happened. Oh my god. <laughs> he looks he looks so scared right now. He's like this tiny three foot like alligator just staring at this enormous demon. <laughs> I would like to I would like to yell out Mr. Spicy! He asked what to do. Patricia, give Mr. Spicy an order. Uh I I I guess, yeah, Mr. Spicy looks at Patricia, like, in confusion, and Patricia, like, she could just, I have speak with beasts all the time, I just yell at him to say, like, Mr. Spicy, tell, tell him to help us fight these undead! And Mr. Spicy just go, looks at the, at this demon and just goes, so, Mr. Spicy is hissing and growling at the Glabrizu, who is just sitting there looking down at Mr. Spicy, and there's just this look of defeat <laughs> on the demon's face. <laughs> and it's just, he just sort of slumps down and turns around and like points his pincers at the corpses that are now standing up. And three more of these corpses are now crawling their way out of the ground. So there are five total. I need everybody to give me initiative. Epi, we just opened up a gift shop to help raise funds to rebuild the Bard Rock. Look at this fancy new design. I'd love that on a new t-shirt. You are transported to a world of t-shirts, all identical. You can feel your sense of self slipping away from you as the shirts reach out and grab you and assimilate. Uh, I cast Dispel Magic. Epi, where'd you go? Wild magic. Don't ask, it was terrible. So, so, where's the gift shop going to be? Oh, well, we have two storefronts, bardrockcafe.redbubble.com and tpublic.com slash users slash bardrockcafe, so anyone can support the Bardrock. You know, the coffee mug is really cute. And that's not all we sell. We have t-shirts, hoodies, children's apparel, baby Bardrock Cafe's gift shop is now open. Sales go to support the show. 
So if you want to help out and also get some cool Bard Rock Cafe merch, go check it out. And that's everything we had so far. Epi, are you listening? Hmm? Th- did you say something? <sighs> So up first is Brock. As you see, a total of five corpses standing there covered in mushrooms. Uh, how is Sir Godric doing? Because I heat-metaled him before we cast initiative and before That's, the turn around. I yes, you did. I need to know whether or not I can break concentration on heat metal. Well, I mean, so he takes 2d8 when you cast the spell, so roll 2d8. Then on each turn, you basically have a bonus action okay. to do that again. Alright, so I did 8 to him the first time, and then I'll use my bonus action to do 8 to him again. Or, no, 2d8, so that's 7 more. Okay, so 15 total? Yep. Okay. Cool. I remember Brock's actual action. Let's see here. What do I have that's not concentration? Fortunately, I think Bane is. That's what I would normally go with. One action. Did Bane not use concentration? Concentration, there it is. Just say, I know that it does. No, it was just just this. It was just way down the text box compared to where it would be if I was reading my book and not roll 20. Alright, uh, where are the zombie bodies in relation to Brock? Uh, well, so Brock is close-ish to Godric and the one that you guys had dug up. The other three are, like, just now coming out of graves that are near-ish. Alright, well, I'm going to Thunder Wave the two in front of me. Okay, so I'll say Godric and the other one. They need to make, is it con saves? It is a con save. So that's 18 for Godric. And 20 for the other one. So they both pass, they still take half damage. Yes. So they take half five damage. So two, I think? Yep. There you take it. Am I in melee uh, range with them, or am I outside melee range? I, you are, the you're spell outside is 15 melee range. Okay, I'm going to back the heck up. Okay. Let's see. So next up is Godric, and one of the ones that just crawled out of the graves. Godric is... Going after you, Patricia, because you're the one talking about burning it. Not the one that's actually burning him. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) I understand. No, it's going after Patricia. Uh, One attack on you. Does a 24 hit. Yes, that very much does. You take five bludgeoning. Mm-hmm. And the next attack, I'm going to go on a limb and say a 10 misses. A 10 does miss. Okay. But there is now this glowing zombie right in front of you. Uh, skeleton. Skeleton. Dislike. Yeah. Uh, you hear in your mind, Leave us! Help us! Make way! Uh, Kenny, before Patricia's turns over, did I proc wild magic when I cast Thunderwave? You did. 68. Oh, man. I need everybody to give me a performance check. Okay, that's good. All right. We still have the... Yep. Oh, yeah. Plus 11, uh, right? 13. All right, well, first I need to know, Brock, what is yours? 28. 28. I need to know how many of you beat a 28. Nope. None. Nope. So I rolled in that one. Ooh. Okay, we'll deal with that in a second. Okay. Uh, let's see. Mr. Spicy does not beat it. Diana does not beat it. Did the demon beat it? Uh, Dot does not beat it. 
one of the zombies manages to beat it. That Does the, uh, what about the, the Glabrizu? Demon? Oh, yeah. shoot, I forgot about, well, the Glabrizu does not share your bonus because it was not around. And it doesn't have a high enough performance bonus to get it above the 28. absolutely does not. I didn't beat it either. Okay, so you got it beat once. Which means you take two psychic damage. Oh, I resist psychic take... damage. One psychic damage. You do. And then You're I heal. You're going to take psychic damage every time somebody beat that roll. Let's go to the troll hunt. Epi! Mm-hmm. 2d100, please. Okay, so that's a 47 and a 70. 47 and a 70, alright. 37. Oh no. Alright. You immediately fall prone and start rolling around. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> At the start of your turn, I will tell you something else that happens. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the zombie that crawled out of its grave is going to rush you, Brock, and is going to attack you. Uh, does a 12 hit? It does not. And that means an 11 also does not hit. But does you are not. now in melee. Alright, next up. Armbar. I'm gonna go Rage, and that, uh, procs... Your wild magic. My yep. wild magic table. So I have to roll a d8, and I roll a 3, and... I always get this one. <laughs> it's the flum for the pixie. <laughs> Explosion so pixie. Armbar yeah. does one thing really well, and that's explosions. Explosion, <laughs> explosive flum. Exploding jellyfish. Yep. Cool guys don't it's look awesome. at explosions. But so, hey, they're clustered really well for this, actually. I think they're groups of three and two at the moment. Yeah. Because it's, it, it's within 30... Wait. One, five feet of one creature of your choice... That you can see within thirty feet. Okay, is there is there like a group of them to where like? So there are two that are still close together, next to each other. The other three have kind of scattered. Okay, I'll I'll explode that one, in like near those two. Okay, so how much damage did they take? I roll a d six. One damage. Okay. Uh. They take it. And then it says, at the end of the current turn, the spirit explodes, and each creature within five feet of it must succeed a dexterity saving throw or take... Oh, so they have to succeed the dexterity saving throw, or they take the damage. What's the DC on that? On on me? Yeah, maybe? what's your... Yeah. Uh, just a two. Uh, dexterity saving throw is just a two. No, it's your... The ability should have a DC for the save button in the text. Hmm. What's armbar spell casting modifier? I'm not sure. Plus your proficiency bonus plus your con mod. So what is your constitution modifier? Three. So your your save DC is fourteen. Then okay. Neither of them make it. One of them rolls a thirteen with a plus zero because they're zombies. So they both fail. They both take a point of damage. I'm then going to bolster my magic, which is, it's going to be an action. Okay. So for 10 minutes, I have to roll a d3. Oh. The creature can roll a d3 whenever making an attack or an ability check and add the number rolled to the d20 roll. Oh, cool. Okay. So can I still attack uh, Godric? Uh, so that was your whole turn, because you used okay. your bonus action to... 
to rage, and then basically you gave yourself the D3. Okay. I was kind of hoping I could, like, kind of combo off of the double attack thing with that. Nah. Got it. Got to use your action to attack. That's fine. Okay. Uh, Next up is Epi. Mm -hmm. Epi, at the start of your turn. How am I doing? You have stopped, dropped, and rolled. Uh, You immediately cast Wall of Fire. Part of it must encompass you. Oh, boy. Well, that kind of works out, given the situation. So, Wall of Fire, I'm going to hit as many zombies as I can. So, I'll say if you make it a line, you're able to hit... I'll give you three of them. Yay! To include Godric, because he's kind of right there. Alright, how do I roll for this? Lord, 5d8 fire damage. I am a wizard. Um, yep. Let me let me get some d8 going. Okay, good. Well, that was only a few more d8 than what I was gonna do. Let's see. Oh, boy. Okay, so we got 1, 1, 6, 3, and 5 for a whopping total of 16. Okay. Well, uh, they take it. Yay, I take it. <laughs> but you take half, right? Because you're a tiefling? Oh yeah, I take half because I'm a tiefling, so I take eight. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. You notice a bunch of the mushrooms burn up as you cast this spell. Uh, and all of you hear in your mind this shrieking sound as they start to burn. <laughs> so, Epi, that was your mm-hmm. action. You may still move or cast a bonus action. Yet that the wild magic has resolved. You are concentrating on Wall of Fire, however. Ooh. Okay. Let me see. What do I have for this action? Oh, Lord. I had an action plan. Um, I have a reaction I can do. Okay. What is your reaction? Uh, Hellish Rebuke. On yourself? I got damage. <laughs> yeah, but it does damage to the thing that damaged you. Oh. Nobody hurts me <laughs> but me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know what I could do. Um, so I would like to bonus action Misty Step, and I would like to get way out of range of the of the zombies, but not so far that Wall of Fire drops out. Well, it's up as long as you concentrate. You don't have to do that. And because okay. it was wild magic, I will still allow you to cast another slotted spell. So you oh. Misty Step somewhere away. Okay. Um, part of that means you are also back on your feet because you teleported. Um, let's see. You do not proc wild magic with Missy Step. Yay. (laughs) Next up, we have Nadir. Alright. How close is the closest one to me? Ten feet. Okay, cool. Good enough. Armbar, take take care of all this quickly, and I will cast haste upon Armbar. Nice. So, Armbar, uh, you are now hasted. You have Double your movement, plus two armor class, and two actions on your turn. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. You gotta translate to three attacks or four. Ooh. Uh, well, so if you take the attack action, it's only one more attack. Okay. So you don't get to do multi-attack twice. And does Nadir proc wild magic? Oh, boy. Yep. Nadir. Uh, a D- I, one D one hundred, please. 
four. Four? You immediately shrink down. You are now size <laughs> tiny. Aww. You're like a size little man. You are a little baby. I am a the little baby old hands man. fit. He <laughs> used up all his magic. His hands stayed the same size. <laughs> oh shit. Does uh, do okay. you have I have an important question. Does yeah. my does like my stuff shrink with me? It does. Okay, cool. You are basically the effect the target of a diminution spell, except it takes you all the way down to size tiny. Alright. So you're about house cat sized right now? That's amazing. Do you have mage hand? You could fly right now. I I don't. But you know what I do have? Catapult. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Just, just wily coyote your way out of this. Do it. All right. So you've used your action. You are concentrating on haste. Yes. You are also itty bitty. So you have a bonus action. Would you like to move? As you have about ten feet of movement now. That is your movement as tiny. Uh, yeah, I'd like to. Damn, it makes thematic sense, but not mechanical. Like, I want to hide, because I'm tiny. But, uh, I'm gonna... Yeah, I want to move, like, behind a gravestone or something to get, like, some cover. Sure. You are now crouching behind Sir Godric's gravestone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are not actively hidden, but, like, you're out of sight. Okay. Also, you have full cover. Yeah, basically. Uh, let's see. Next up, Rook. All right. How close would you say I am to Patricia and the zombie that's right in her face? I would say about 10 feet. Okay. So kind of close. Um, uh, I had two plans, and I think I'm going to go with... I'm going to use my rapier to try and just... Cut that zombie's head off and tell Patricia to duck. Okay. Well... Patricia, duck! <laughs> take the duck action. I duck? Okay. So Patricia, who is already... Sure. Very, very <laughs> tiny. I, I'm like... Four nine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I am pre-ducked. <laughs> no, she's telling you to wild shape into a duck. I already used it my <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm gonna go for it. Seven. I rolled eighteen. That definitely hits. You do, do get I your slice his head? You get your sneak attack as well. So Oh ish. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this is gonna be I have two D eight uh, oh no, that's critical. I'm sorry. Plus 3d6. 21 total. Okay. That's a hell of a hit. Yeah, those two sixes there. I'm proud. That zombie looks... Starting to look bad in the sense that, like... So first of all, it's Godric. So you're also hitting around the armor. So mm -hmm. Godric actually has a higher armor class because he's wearing plate mail right now. Yes. But you still hit. Godric, the mushrooms on his body are starting to look, like, 
cut to pieces and starting kind of like kind of threadbare a little bit. Mm -hmm. The mushrooms that have been cut up as a reaction blast a bunch of spores at you. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, let's see, thirteen. Okay, that was exactly what Effie rolled. So mm -hmm. you feel the same effect, right? You hear the yeah. Basically, just screams in your head, and no, this cannot happen. The queen must escape. The queen must come. Make way. No. <laughs> nope, not today. All right. Uh, do you have a bonus action you would like to use? Um, if possible, I just want to get behind some covers or a tree nearby, a big boulder, you know. Sure. Are you bonus action disengaging? Yes. Okay. You just sort of dart back around one of the trees. Yeah. And you're out of sight. Sounds good. Alright, it is now two more of the zombies' turns. Armbar, one of them's coming towards you. Uh, that's a nat 20. Ugh. Oh no. So you take... Remember, I have resistance, right? Yeah, so you take 13 bludgeoning, reduced to 6. And then it's going like... to attack you again. Does a 22 hit? Yes going to be another 10 bludgeon. Reduced to 5. And that's it from that one. Uh, who's left? Nadir? No, you're hiding. I, I'm hanging out. Diana's also standing around here somewhere. Yeah, that's true. We'll have to go after Diana. Uh, that is... Shit, I don't remember what Diana's armor class is. Gotta look it up. It's 30. Trust also, me. she in the room. <laughs> she is, yes. Okay, that is a hit, so she takes... Okay, uh, and then another attack on her, also a hit. Eight damage to her. That's that. Alright. After that, there's one zombie left to go, but first, Patricia. Sir Godric in all of his armor is right there in front of you. He's... The mushrooms on him are looking... ragged. Oh god, do I, sh do, I do like the practical thing, or do we do the cool thing? Oh, we do the cool thing. Uh, Every single Yeah, right time. here we do the cool thing. It's always the cool thing. All right, yeah. so I... Um, at this point, I've dropped uh, Speak With Plants. Um, sure. So I look at... I, I back up about, like... Uh, what is my speed? I back up about 15, 15 feet, and So Godric I... is going to swing at you as you back up. Oh, no, okay, right. Uh, actually, never mind. I don't back up. Oh. I'm going to... Okay. Uh, just look him straight in the eye and say, Why don't you say hello to my friends? And I summon... Oh, oh no. God. <laughs> I summon eight... Uh, God, what do I use? I'm going to use... Um, actually... I'm going to use... I'm going to use... Um, I'm going to summon eight constrictor snakes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So eight... <laughs> Eight boa constrictors appear, uh, very big boa constrictors. Uh, so I and yeah, and I I tell them to start going after Audric, just tie him up in a little knot. And then um, as a bonus action, I'm going to um, let's see, I'm going to use Spirit Totem and I'm going to use Bear. So everybody. Um, uh, that's about, uh, what's, what's the center? What's a good center of the action? 
Uh, or should I just make the focus on me? I mean, I. what's the range on it? Uh, the range is a 30-foot radius around that point. You can catch everybody. You're all pretty close quarters right now. Alright, I cast it on myself. Everybody has 10 temporary HP and advantage on strength checks and saves. Cool. And there are a bunch of snakes. Yeah, the snakes, for the record, also have 10 <laughs> temporary hit points. Nice. As yep. does Dot, the Glabrizu, Mr. Uh, Spicy... I don't know. Whatever else you guys have. Not Muck, because Muck is gone. Yeah. Oh, we, we forgot Minibar's turn oh. during Armbar's turn. <laughs> How could this happen? And then Mr. Spicy is just going to continue hissing at the demon to attack. Okay. Uh, Armbar, that is actually a good point. We forgot about Minibar. What is Minibar doing? Uh, well, since he, since we missed his turn, I'm just gonna say that he, uh, well, does, he doesn't get any of the wild magic stuff, he's just literally, like, a, just a basic barbarian, right? Yeah, he gets, like, he only gets one attack. He shares your stats, but, like, that's it, right? That's he doesn't it. have any features that you have. Well, let's just say, since we missed his turn, that he's just, like, kind of holding. Okay, that's fine. He took the dodge action. Sure. Yeah, he's Dutch. Okay. He's looking around for Nadir. <laughs> he, was, he was actually distracted eating a brownie. <laughs> he's just eating brownies. Patrick's ass. Uh, Epi, the last zombie is coming after you. Oh boy. One miss and one hit. Okay. So you take ten bludgeoning damage. Ow. Make a concentration check <laughs> on wall of fire. Oh, wow. This is actually the first concentration check I've actually rolled. What do I do for that? It's a con save. Oh, okay. So... Ooh, this is good. Okay, so... Gotta beat a 10. Well, it's a 17 plus 3, so... You're good. I think we're good. Wall of fire is... About to come for this zombie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then it is the Glabrizu's turn, and then Diana. So, this massive crab demon that got summoned is going after, we'll say, Godric, because he is attacking Trisha. Yep. Four attacks? Good lord. Okay. <laughs> Two. Not 20. <laughs> my, in, like, alligator speak, Mr. Spice is just like, save my mom. <laughs> okay. Aww. So... So cute. So that's four hits, one of which is a nat 20. Now I need to roll a bunch of damage because I did not realize what I was like. Alright, so first it grabs the thing with its pincer and does 12 damage to it. It, it punches it twice, one with each fist. Love that for it. So the 14 damage on it. Is 26, and then the crit with the other pincer. Okay. With the last pincer, it just crushes the skull of Sir Godric. No! And with it, oh, no. the entire body just collapses to the ground as all of the mushrooms wither away and die. And the Glabrizu screams and roars and turns to face another one and charges up to get in the melee with it. But it is out of attacks right now. 
<clears throat> Diana uh, wild shapes into a T-Rex. Awesome. As you do. And moves over to uh, basically be in range of two of the zombies. Patricia, you have now seen a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> that is not swamp creature. Nope. <laughs> that is very much not in swamp. <laughs> Back at the top of the round, Brock, you are up. Alright, so... Oh, uh, do I need to roll for the snakes? Oh. Or do they just go on my turn? Uh, yeah, I'll say go ahead. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, um... Just... I don't think they have any initiative bonuses. So... Well, okay, I see. Go ahead. We'll say on 20 they go. Keep it simple. Okay, well, that's good, because I rolled a 20. How about it? <laughs> uh, but Brock, you are up first. Alright, so I do, I'm no longer concentrating on heat metal because my target is down. Okay. Alright, so I have this other zombie right in my face, and I go, if you, if you attack me, there will be grave consequences, and I'm going to need them to make a wisdom saving throw of vicious mockery. DC is 15. Uh, it's a 17 on the die. Can I use my bonus action to reduce their save with my bardic inspiration? I'll allow it. I lower it by 7, it's now a, it's now a 10 on the die. Okay. Uh, the mushrooms fail the wisdom save. Alright, so they're going to go ahead and take 2d4 psychic damage. Right. That is 6 damage. And that was also my bonus action, and I can't move because I'm in melee range. So they have disadvantage on attacks next turn. Alright, good deal. Uh, let's see. So, something you all notice. When Godric fell, the glow in all of the mushrooms across the board seemed to reduce as though they are all linked together, and destroying one weakened the rest. Yeah. And these mushrooms took the, the psychic damage. Uh, let's see who's up next. Rock. Snakes! Uh, so all eight snakes... So four of the snakes are going to go for one zombie, and four of them are going to go for another zombie. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, and they're both going to... Bite. Uh, actually, no. One. Um, they're all going to try to constrict them because they're constrictors, so they don't actually. Why do they have a bite attack? That's weird. Anyway, well, they can um, bite. It's just not poisonous, right? That's fair. Yeah, they can bite. It's just not poisonous. So I'll go ahead and roll a whole bunch of stuff now. <laughs> uh, let me see. Um, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, I imagine that all of them except two hit because, uh, uh let's see, what is it? What's the DC for the, what's the AC for them? I don't know what they, oh, all of them, uh, so all of them except for two got above a 13 and that's plus four. So all of them. All of them except for two hit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so two don't hit and I'll. Go ahead and roll damage for them. So it's uh, 1d8 plus 2 bludgeoning damage. And six of them, six of them hit, so that's plus 12. So I'll go ahead and. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. This is. No worries. <laughs> this is Circle of the Shepherd nonsense. Yeah, I'm just sitting is... here wondering who decided that the stat block for a bite was going to be bludgeoning damage and not piercing damage. No kidding, right? Okay, so the um, total is. Um, 
34, and I'm just going to divide that in half. Sure. So So that's 17 for each. And um, the target is grappled um, for now. And the escape is DC 14. Until this grapple ends, the creature is restrained and the snake cannot constrict another target. So we've got two zombies just wrapped up in snakes. Okay. Uh, I am going to roll because I just... So zombie number four and zombie number one. Okay. There are two restrained zombies. Your snakes seem like there's something going on in their head. That's all for now. I mean, they are fey. Like they're, Ooh. they're not real snakes. Okay. But no, yeah, like I gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, no, he's dead. So, zombie number two, who is not restrained. I believe he was the one going after Rock. So yeah, he's gonna attack twice. One at disadvantage. Uh, okay. The disadvantage attack misses, and the other attack hits. Brock, you take... Nine bludgeoning damage. Uh, question. Do I still have my wild magic effect that would have me healing every round? Uh, yes. Alright, so I was at full HP, so how much damage did I just take? Ten? Yeah, uh, nine. Nine. I have one temporary and So you have left. one... Well... Yes. Yeah, that's right. Next up, you got armbar. And minibar. So, Armbar's gonna say, well, I don't know where Nadir went, but this is almost being so alive! Stop! Let's go! And he's gonna take a swing, or he's gonna take a swing at the zombie's head in front of him. Okay. So, that is not one of the restraint ones. Oh, okay. So, okay. just taking a swing. I gotta roll a d3. Okay, so that's a two, basically. Okay, so that essentially adds that number. Whatever you roll. Yeah, it's whatever I roll. Okay. Plus the... No, I didn't get anything from that. Okay. Great X, let's go! So I got 23. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) You really didn't need the extra two, but... Probably not. So seven, nine damage? Yep. It takes it. Do another attack. Did it look like it did anything? Oh, yeah. Like, okay. carved through some mushrooms. I'll do it again. Okay. I got a 19. 16, 18. Six, nice. 18 damage. And then I got another... Uh, you are hasted, so you can take another attack if you would like to. I'm going to take another attack. All right. That was oh, a crit. yeah. Okay, so that's... But did you really roll a one? <laughs> damage? That's the most disappointing crit with a but great it, axe. But it's still a natural twenty. No, it was it was an eleven. Well, so you rolled a D twelve twice. You got an eleven and a one. You see it? Not that it matters, oh, it's yeah. fine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a crit, so roll two D one hundred. You get the better of the two options this time. And we're in combat, which is like 90% of your results anyway, so... I got a 26 and a 29. Okay, 6. Uh... Neither one are good. (laughs) No, they're both awesome. In this exact situation, these are both awesome. Which one would you like? Uh, 29. 29? 
you are immune to psychic damage and psychic effects. Okay. So as you, which is relevant because you feel these spores blast you in the face as this zombie tries to react to you, and you start to hear the voices in your head. No, we must make way. And then it just cuts off. You don't need to make a save. You're fine. Sweet. So that's armbar. What is minibar doing? Armbar's the bonus action, by the way. Don't forget. That's right. No, you do. Where are you blowing up another thing? Um, are the other, are the ones that are grappled, like, together? I don't want to break the snake's hold. Well, yeah, if you blow it up there, it will hit the snakes as well. Yeah, that's not a good oh. idea. Just put it behind so the one attacking your boy, Brock. Is he, is he, oh, he's not, uh, grappled? So the one attacking you and the one attacking Brock are not grappled. The one attacking Patricia, well, no. Okay. The one attacking Epi and the other one that I'm not positive who is attacking. I'll put the jellyfish flump far enough away so that it only hits the zombie next to Brock. It does not pass. It's a D6. A D6. Uh, four, and when it explodes, it goes poop! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Parker, what is Minibar doing? Minibar is. Looking around for Nadir. Okay. They just disappeared from right next to him. Roll a perception check for Minibar. 14. Okay. You do manage to find Nadir behind the tombstone. Okay. I'm gonna speak to Nadir real quick. Are you alright? Do you need help? Brother! Perfect. <laughs> Can. Can you can you make me taller again? I don't <laughs> like this. I can make you as tall as I am, punk. Nadir rides minibar into battle. Oh, we're riding the battle. <laughs> Get on! And I put out my hand. Put out minibar's hand. All right, Nadir's gonna <laughs> ride a Which, minibar. Nadir, you are up next, so. <laughs> You know, this just keep the narrative going. You know, however you want to do this. Is that one zombie still in front of Armbar? Is he not dead? It is like just almost gone. All right. Well, Minibar is gonna go out, gonna go rage and and attack his leg. Okay. So roll an attack. Twenty five. And I got eleven damage. Or yeah. So he does not get the rage bonus. Right. Bar does not have technically a rage. So it's just a 11. Yeah, that does hit. So Minibar chops off the zombie's knees. <laughs> and you watch as all of the fungus just shrivels up and dies. Minibar, once again finishing off another enemy. <laughs> <laughs> where right, where does where does Minibar's focus go after this? <laughs> yeah, so. There are two restrained zombies and one like one free zombie in front of Brock. All of the zombies seem to have like taken a hit the minute this zombie went down. Like the psychic link between all of the mushrooms shared some of that damage. They are all looking rough. Well, not the one in front of Brock actually. That one's looking okay. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, because I think I think Nadir's gonna unable to control Minibar because you know. His own <laughs> right to uh, is just gonna focus wherever Minibar is going to focus. So like, does he turn in the direction of one of them or something, Tyler? Well, Minibar would probably try to get a high five from Armbar. <laughs> but yeah, he would probably then focus on going after another one. Okay. One of the restrained or like the one after Brock? One after Brock. Okay. Uh, then when when Minibar turns that way... Uh, what does Tiny Nadir do? Nadir, <laughs> uh, with one hand to like kind of keep himself steady, he leans forward and thrusts his other hand out, like probably beside Minibar's head, and uh, casts Scorching Ray at the third level, meaning four bars nice. of fire erupt from his fingers. Yeah, buddy. Let's see it. Uh, That's four separate one, attack rolls. One, two, three, four. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, and I got both ends. Wow. Tw 26, Ooh, 11, dang. 22, and 7. Containing. So that's two misses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, roll. Let's start with damage for the first, the two that hit. All right. So the crit and the twenty-two. Okay. Fifteen fire and five. That's twenty total. Yep. Uh, so seems like it's vulnerable to the damage, as the 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 mushrooms are just burned up. And in addition uh, to those are... two, sorry. Good. I was gonna say, in addition to those two procs, don't forget that Nadir casts a spell and they have proc a third wild magic. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do I'm gonna roll a whole bunch of D hundreds here. You proc another one, so that's gonna be three wild magic rolls, but hang on. Okay. Holy so, cow. Uh this zombie is on its last legs. There's like it was the healthiest of the healthiest of the three remaining. It is now easily the most damaged. Alright, let's do some wild magic rolls. Alright. Start with a nat twenty. Uh, is two, right? Yeah, 2d100. Okay. Take the better option. So 27 and 30. <laughs> you cast enlarge or reduce on two random creatures in range. <laughs> so can there's... It, can it... Okay, random creatures. Me and Minibar. Let's do it. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> well, it's random. So I know. are you choosing enlarge? First of all, yes, I'm choosing enlarge, and I'm gambling on the two of us. All right, so I'm gonna <laughs> roll for it. So there's Patricia, Brock, Nadir, Armbar, Epi, Minibar, Rook, Labrizer, Diana, who's a T-Rex, <laughs> three zombies, and a bunch of snakes. This Honestly, a lot of these are good options, but <laughs> one of the snakes is enlarged. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes! <laughs> Minibar is now an exact clone of Armbar. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Awesome! Oh my gosh. Alright. This is the best. Now 2d100 at disadvantage from the nat one. Uh, 5 and 64. I can guess which one's gonna happen. 5 and 64? Correct. These are both bad. Which would you like? The one that's worse, I guess. One that's worse. Okay. I mean, it is disadvantage. Uh, I guess that's only fair. The, the one that's what? fun here. <laughs> okay. We're gonna. You, your answer was the one that's worse. Yeah. What is your highest level spell slot right now that you have available? Oh, second. I just burned my last third. Then you lose a second level slot. Okay. 
Alright, and then just a straight D100 roll for the last wild magic suit. 90. 90. A magic mouth appears over your head and shouts, False alarm! And that's all that happens. <laughs> no, I don't think any of that was false. A lot of that just happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so that happened. A lot, a lot of, a lot of happened. that happened. Now yeah. that was a now that was a round. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, and I have one more thing I'm gonna do. Okay. I'm gonna spend five sorcery points to get a third level spell slot back. Sure thing. <laughs> uh, and that is Nadir's turn. Next up is Rook. Alrighty. Is there a restrained zombie within sights of me? Uh, what that I can shoot at? Oh yeah, you can shoot all. You can shoot any of them, but there's definitely a restraint one. Okay, so I, I'm gonna switch my rapier for my crossbow, my hand crossbow, and I'm gonna point it at a restraint's head, so I don't get the snakes. Okay, there's an advantage attack roll because it is restrained. Okay, awesome. So shooty shooty. Roll again. That's that advantage. 17. So 17 does hit. Alright. You get sneak attack because they're restrained and surrounded by snakes. Nice! Alrighty. Thank you, my, my little snake friends. Okay. <laughs> plus four. Six plus four. Boom. 19. Okay. Uh... Are you attacking the one in front of Epi, or the one that's just kind of restrained by itself? Which one looks more damaged? Uh, the one that is kind of restrained by itself looks like it's taking more hits. Yeah, okay, I'll do- I'll hit that guy. Okay. It also looks like it's on its last legs. Oh. So it doesn't need such damage. But it looks like it now. Like, now that you've hit it, oh, it's- Oh, okay, okay. It is cool. near- near death. Alrighty. Cool. Can I... Uh, let me see, what am I gonna do now? Um... Can I take another shot? Sure. Alright, I'm gonna shoot... I'm gonna see what's going on. I got 24. That definitely hits. Phew! Is it another sneak attack? No, you only get one sneak attack per Oh yeah, round. that's right. Okay, so it's four. Which oh, sorry, what, what d6 plus... So it should be eight. Well, no, you don't get your bonus on your offhand. Oh, so it's, so it's it's it is just four, but that is exactly how many hit points it had left. What? Yes. Good. So Ooh. you stick one bolt in each eye socket, <laughs> and as you do so, those mushrooms all shrivel up, which leads to the other two zombies taking damage, which kills the one in front of Brock, and all those <laughs> mushrooms shrivel up leading to the one in front of Epi taking even more damage. Which means that those mushrooms shrivel up, and all the mushrooms just fall dead and silent. As the corpses fall over lights. Damn! I... I... I peace out my snakes. They disappear. Brock plays a victory song. We just kind of salute each other. Diana, in her T-Rex form... Looks very sad. Yeah. And then she unwild shapes back into her normal self. 
there is a Glabrizu that is now awaiting orders from Mr. Spicy. <laughs> How long does Planar Ally last? It depends. We're dying. Um, I guess... Mr. Spicy turns and asks him how long does he have? Does he want to hang out? <laughs> Alright. Mr. Spicy offers him a brownie. Yeah, Mr. Spicy's like, you want to hang out? There's brownies. He is around, I'll tell you what, roll me a d10. Uh, that's a nine. The Glabrizer responds that it is in your service for nine days and one hour. <laughs> Alright, I guess we're gonna <laughs> And so Mr. Spicy introduces, like, makes introductions, and <laughs> and I, I tell the semester, like, well, it looks like in addition to all of the damage we have done, we also have a new friend for the nine days and one hour. Hello? <laughs> Would you like a brownie? The Glabrizu reaches out a pincered hand and delicately takes the brownie. And <laughs> because it is... Do you have a name? Do you have a name, friend? My name is Sorik. S-O-R-R-H-I-C. It's good to meet you. Now, let us go talk to the T-Rex lady and calm her down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Diana, at this point, is cradling the remains of her dead husband, who no longer has a head. Sorry. He says, I don't understand what's happened. I kind of lean over and whisper to Brock, please tell me you have mending. I do not. You hear? Mm. No, I, not, not at the moment. I have mending. Oh, perfect. Do you think mending will fix that? Um, so, do my cleric spells still work even... Or are just cleric spells offline? Cleric spells are offline. I do not have mending. Diana <laughs> <laughs> says, Well... She's kind of like gathering up the pieces of his skull. She's like, will you help me put him back? Yeah, I think we, we all help put him back. Yeah. I asked Sorok to help us put him back together. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. So, you... <laughs> this gigantic fucking demon is just delicately picking <laughs> bodies up, putting them back in coffins, and, like, burying them very... Oh, the burying is easy to do, just molds earth, because that's a cantrip, right? Yeah. Oh god. I'm gonna... Kenny, I Kenny, I got a dumb question for you. Sure. Would you consider a skull to be a non-magical trinket? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I use press the digitation to make a new skull. For a minute. <laughs> you <laughs> sick fuck. <laughs> it's okay. Oh wait, no, it'll last until turn. It's not even a minute, it lasts wait, six seconds, I... never mind. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, really? Can, wait. can I, can I like, can I like, just smack it out of his Never hand? mind, that doesn't happen. Or maybe it does, I don't know. Also, he made a very tiny skull because he's still very tiny. I am, it has to fit in my tiny hand. 
Oh my god! Wait, yep, no, so you have I my, to, my doubly tiny hands. I still try to smack it. I, I still try to smack it out of your tiny, tiny hands. <laughs> so we have a... You're disrespectful! So you have a tiny woman trying to reach a regular-sized minibar to smack a tiny-sized Nadir's hand. This is just a mess. No, Honestly, no, my... There's one more tiny, because his hands are also tiny, and the skull has to fit in his hands. Oh no, you're right, because you have <laughs> Deadpool baby hands too, don't you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you oh have extra God. tiny Deadpool baby hands. <laughs> what, if you, what if you just you just smacked Nadir off my hand? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so Patricia casts Catapult on Nadir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, so you guys work together to reinter all of the bodies. Um... Diana says uh, that she, uh, I don't understand what happened. No, I watch this grove persistently, and I rely on the earth to tell me when something is not right. And I had felt something off, but only in the past couple of days. So something had to have changed recently. A couple I, uh, of days, you say? Yes. Brock counts back on his fingers, uh... Would it be about, give or take, when the meteor strike happened that destroyed my cafe? Roll me an intelligence check. That is a five. Yeah, sure. It's about when the meteor hit. So, Celestia dropped a tablet of fate out of the sky. The mushrooms appeared. Wild magic started in water deep all around the same time. That certainly seems like a plausible reason. I'm going to spend the next several hours digging up the other graves in this area and making sure there's no more mushrooms. Sorik, can you please assist... Sorik, can you please assist Diana in doing this? She will need help. It, it grunts and, like, is going to deny you and then Mr. Spicy gives it the same orders... And, like, just this begrudging snarl appears on its face, and it starts digging up the nearest grave. <laughs> and it, Good boy. If you guys stick around... <laughs> Mr. Spicy on um, the head. <laughs> as he digs up this grave and opens it, there are not nearly as many mushrooms on this corpse, but they are all dead. Hmm. Withered in hmm. the same way the others did as they got damaged enough. So, you don't think that this was originating from whichever ones came home with Godric, do you? I think that if we want to get this to the source, we need to find out how Godric got infected, so I think we should ask the Blackstaff what he did in the last days of his service. Speaking, speaking of that... There is another option. But we have to put his head back together. Does anyone have glue? Can I roll for glue? Nope. <laughs> the body is already back in the ground, sir. <laughs> we have a way to speak to ghosts. We know his ghost is here. We do, but we have to put his head back together. Unfortunately... Wait, I have an idea. Is... Hmm? I have a ghost living inside of me. Can my ghost talk to the ghost? Are you talking about roll? I He's technically a spirit. I'm gonna say no. It was worth a shot. <laughs> you just think having an evil alternate personality would be useful once in a while. 
pretty much only if you need to punch something really hard. I have armbar for that. Well, then I guess you don't really need roll. Are you able to, like, get rid of it, or are you kind of well, stuck with it? Well, here's the thing. I think that if I let him free, he could cause trouble. I'm basically his jail. So Diana kind of stoops and says, The mushrooms did talk. A lot. It's a shame we weren't able to get one. Perhaps we could find out more of that later. Don't we have the sample? What do you mean, Sam? I I go I rummage in my pack and I pull out the mushroom that I took from Godric as uh, when he came to the clinic. Okay. Uh, and preserved in your bottle is a single glowing mushroom. So I think there are two more sort of pressing things that we need to to worry about. Uh, first, if Godric was directly reporting to uh, her her blackstaffness. I guess. Uh, we need to make sure that the Blackstaff themselves are not infected. Um, also, what if, this is just pure conjecture, what if the same thing that caused the gods to go silent and the Tablets of Fate to descend is also what Zugtmoy is running from? Makes sense. What? It sounds like the end of da- it sounds like the end of days to me. Yeah. Patricia's just like what? <laughs> what? Poor Patricia. So... She's she was just trying to run her clinic. <laughs> <laughs> and then we showed up. Oh, man. I do have one thing. Would Epi remember anything from Blackstaff days that might imply? I mean. He stuck his way into many restricted area. Does it seem like they'd be pulling some stuff with mushrooms? I don't. I would you don't need them? to roll this. Yes, there's some magician somewhere in Blackstaff's tower working with mushrooms. Like, obviously, right? They're wizards. Yeah. They just poke things for a living. Uh, <laughs> you have no idea what it was. It just was like business as usual. So you didn't think much of it. They do have a mushroom expert in the Blackstaff Tower. Sort of. I mean, expert in that he can probably get a lot of things to happen with the mushrooms, but it's all magic bullshit. I didn't take that particular course of study. I wouldn't know. It, uh, it just seems like at the moment we have quite a number of things to look into and research. You know what the Blackstaff Tower also has that's great for research? A library. I can't believe you guys. Talking about what's coming up next, and you don't want to even take the time to mourn the loss of our friend Muck. I am so disappointed. He fought alongside of us for days. Trusted companion of our friend Brock. And this is the thanks that we give him. We don't even mourn his loss. That's a good point, Champ. We're even in a graveyard. Uh, let's organize a short funeral for Muck. And Brock plays a funeral procession march. Armbar's gonna take the barrel off of his back and put it like along the rows of like the the, the tombstones. 
Sure. And then, Brooke, uh, how do you spell muck? M-U-C-K. I'm going to take my short sword and tr just try to, like, dagger oh, that right. in. Oh, right. Um, Armbar doesn't know any of those letters. I don't know M-U-C or K. Oh, you know C. Oh, I know C. just C. letter C. I know C. C is for coffee. No. <laughs> C is for coffee. I, I'm just... I'm just patting, like, I'm just comforting Diana as much as I possibly yeah. can. Diana is just over mourning what has happened to her yeah. husband's corpse and not partaking in any of this. This isn't all about you, Diana. We've lost two. She just does Diana. not respond to you. <laughs> I summon some, like, fireflies to, like, cry, try to create, like, a respectful ambiance around her husband's grave. Uh, Patricia, you notice a single butterfly lands on your shoulder. Sneak attack. You are not from Swamp. Hello. Oh no. Does it have a knife? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's a butterfly. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I'm going to end all that with drawing a really terrible looking heart into the barrel. Okay. <laughs> spectacular. So with this half-grave, half-shrine to Muck, uh, unless there's anything else, I think it's safe to draw the, the end of the session here. And yeah, we can explore the rest of all of this next time. Woo! Hey, you finished the episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and TikTok for more content. Remember, you can also support the show by subscribing to our Patreon or purchasing dice and accessories from Arcana Vault using our affiliate link in the show notes. Until next time. <laughs>